Good morning and welcome to Morning Meditations, a five to ten minute meditation to get you thinking about what God might have for you in this new day. I'm your host, Pastor Nate Cook, so we hope you'll enjoy your meditation for this morning. Hey, this is Pastor Nate, and this is your morning meditation for this morning. So today we're reading from Matthew chapter 15, verses 21 through 28. Leaving that place, Jesus withdrew to the region of Tyre and Sidon. A Canaanite woman from that vicinity came to him crying out, Lord, son of David, have mercy on me. My daughter is demon-possessed and suffering terribly. Jesus did not answer a word. So his disciples came to him and urged him, Send her away, for she keeps crying out after us. He answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of Israel. The woman came and knelt before him. Lord, help me, she said. He replied, it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Yes, it is, Lord, she said. Even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from their master's table. Then Jesus said to her, woman, you have great faith. Your request is granted. And her daughter was healed at that moment. Yeah, so this is a, a difficult passage to say the least because at first glance, and maybe even after many glances, it appears like Jesus is calling this woman who is not a Jew a dog. He's at least using that analogy. And we're trying to figure out is this the Jesus that we know? It doesn't sound like the Jesus that we know. Um, it doesn't sound consistent with the whole trajectory of God's work in the world throughout the scripture. And so there are passages like this that seem to be like outliers and we're not sure what to do with them. They don't seem to paint a picture of Jesus or God that, that the rest of scripture kind of points us toward. We know that Jesus ministered all the time to Gentiles. We know at some points, we know when Jesus was in his hometown, he told them, if I did the same miracles I did among you, amongst the Gentiles, they would have repented, but you won't repent. We know that Jesus always seemed to believe that his ministry was not just to Israel, but to, as he says in John, um, those of another sheep pen, the Gentiles which is good news for people like me and probably most of you who aren't 100% Jewish, we would be considered Gentiles. So what is going on with this passage where Jesus clearly kind of says, I was only sent to the lost sheep of Israel. And then he says it's not good to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs, meaning the Gentiles, it sounds like. Well, I, th I want to approach this by, first of all, saying I think this passage can teach us a lot about scriptural interpretation in general. 
So when you have one passage that seems to not fit the rest of the passages, there's a couple of things you have to understand. And, and first of all is that anytime we take that one passage out of its context, out of the rest of Scripture, and we begin to set up some kind of theological understanding based on a passage that really is a little bit of an outlier, we're going to get into trouble. Perfect example of this would be women in ministry. Paul has one passage, where, or one little rant at least, where he's kind of, he's saying that women should be silent in the church. But we know that Paul had women who helped him minister all throughout. We know that the whole tenor of Scripture, Jesus' first witnesses were women. The first people to witness his resurrection we know that Mary was kind of the model woman who brought God into the world, who was this obedient person. We know in the genealogy of Jesus, one of the things that's really strange about it is it actually includes women, which no genealogies include, included women. It was men. It was so-and-so was the son of so-and-so who was the so-and-so son of so-and-so. And so we know that all throughout Scripture, we know that in the Old Testament, like even in the when Samuel was born, that it's the cry of his mother who, who is crying out to God in the temple when the priest and his sons are kind of blind to the work of God. It's this mother's prayer who brings new hope for Israel. So if we look all throughout Scripture, we realize that God uses women in powerful ways. Uh, and, and so to take one outlier verse and say, this is this, we're going to build a doctrine on this. I'm so thankful that I'm part of a church that did not do that. We've ordained, we have ordained women since the beginning. And so we have to be careful when we take passages that feel, feel like outliers and we, we make them into the rule of life. Uh, there, part of the issue is we're, we're far removed from these texts. And the other issue is that people think that the Bible is flat. So it's all written in one voice. It's almost like God boomed it out and there's no human element. And so every word is just the same as every other word. And uh, that's just simply not true. I think the words of Jesus um, do carry a lot of weight. That's why we've been studying them. But also we need to understand that, that we're removed. We're, we're removed from the context we're removed from the time period in which they were spoken. We're removed from the time period in which they were written. And we know these days that sometimes trend, things got translated and they were, you know, maybe somebody added a little thing here or took a little thing out there. We don't like to think about that in the Bible, but it's, it's clear if you read the Bible and you read the little footnotes in your Bible that some things will say this was not in the original version because we found older and older copies now. Um, and so we know that somebody added something. So I would say if you're one of those people who reads the Bible flat, like it's all just this one voice of God and there's no human element that, that that's going to cause you a lot of problems. And, and, and I, I generally think people who tend to read the Bible that way haven't read a lot of scripture because the more scripture you read, the more you see these little strange things that you can't really explain. And this passage is one of those for me. There have been all kinds of explanations. Uh, some people, you know, well, maybe Jesus was being sarcastic here. And so it's hard to read tone of voice, right? So Jesus being sarcastic and, or, or maybe Jesus is testing her. And so he's saying these things to see how she'll respond. Well, if we draw a whole theology from that, we would think that God is always testing us. 
Um, and so maybe, maybe we don't know. That's just what I'm going to say. Maybe sometimes we just don't know why this passage seems so different than so many other passages. But maybe in this passage, the big thing is not the response of Jesus to her, but the response of the woman to him. And maybe the reason why Matthew included it was because her response is the ideal response. So we see in in verse 23, it says, Jesus did not answer a word. I think we can all relate to that. I think we've all prayed and it's felt like the heavens have been shut and God is absent and God is not speaking to us and God is not giving us answers and we don't really know what God's saying. And in the midst of that, she could have done a couple of things. She could have walked away and said, okay, I guess Jesus doesn't care about me. But she has this faith. She believes that there is something about this prophet Jesus. I don't know if she knows he's the Messiah, but she believes deep down in her heart that he can do something for her daughter. And she is willing to take this humble posture of even a dog if she has to. And so Jesus says, not right to take the children's bread, in other words, what was meant for Israel, and and give it to the dogs. And she says, yeah, but even the dogs sit under the table and eat the scraps. Jesus, I'll take the scraps. I will even take the leftovers, if you will. I just need you to work in my life. She's willing to humble herself to just taking whatever she can receive. And that is the posture of a true disciple. A true disciple is one who says, God, I'll take whatever you give me. And I don't need more. If it's a little, that's fine. That will be enough. I trust you that much that I'll even take the scraps. And so maybe... Instead of this woman being pictured as a dog, maybe what we see is she is the the model of a disciple. And maybe that's why it's in our Bible, because she is the one who says, I don't need to be the first. I don't need to have the best. I don't need the greatest. I will just take whatever you will give me. And that is what Jesus means when he says, blessed are the poor in spirit. Those who have let go of everything just to receive whatever God gives. So maybe instead of asking all the questions about, was Jesus cranky this day? Why is he responding to her? Maybe the question is, what is it about this woman that allowed her story to be put into Scripture? And what it is is that she was persistent in her faith. She believed even when she couldn't see, even when Jesus didn't respond to her. She was willing to take the scraps. She was willing to take the crumbs, if you will. And and I would want to say today as a disciple of Jesus, God, if you'll just give me the crumbs for your table, that would be more than enough for me. And it says, Jesus is just so impressed with her faith. You have great faith. And at that very hour, her daughter was healed. So today, I, I think in this passage, even though it's a difficult picture of Jesus for us, it is a beautiful picture of a woman who is a woman of faith. And she is willing to just receive from Jesus whatever Jesus will give her. I think if we take that posture, uh, 
we would find that what Jesus will give us is more than enough. Hey, that's just a thought for this morning, and I hope you have a great day. Well, thanks again for joining us for this morning meditation. Hey, do us a favor. Rate us on iTunes or even leave some feedback about our podcast so that other listeners can know how much you enjoy your morning meditations. Hey, have a great day. Thank you.